Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Storm. At 11:10, we'll go live to Clearwater, Florida. That's where we'll talk about the storm with CBS's Omar Villafranca. D.C. police are trying to capture a man wanted for murder. He was spotted this morning. I'm Luke Lukert. Gains on Wall Street this morning. The Dow up 270 points. At 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by General Steel. I'm Steve Kathan. Hurricane Ian is expected to add muscle and become a Category 4 storm by the time it hits Florida sometime tomorrow. It's now a Category 3. Emergency Management Director Kevin Guthrie says 2.5 million people are under evacuation orders. If you live in an evacuation zone and you decide to shelter in place, make sure you have enough supplies to weather the storm. We may be without power three, five, seven days or more, depending on the situation. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson says there could be a storm surge close to 10 feet. If the storm were to come on land, either in the Tampa Bay or further north, let's say Clearwater up towards Pasco County, now you have that storm surge and all of that water pushing in from the Gulf into Tampa Bay, and that's one of the worst-case scenarios. Western Cuba took a beating from Hurricane Ian. CBS's Omar Villafranca says there's flooding and power outages. In the coastal municipality of Batabano, crews with the Red Cross and the mayor work to evacuate at-risk residents to higher ground. We're going house to house, she said, taking out the elderly and children. Well, CBS News has confirmed the Secret Service took the cell phones of 24 agents involved in the Capitol attack response and gave them to investigators. The seizure is part of the criminal probe by the Department of Homeland Security into the Secret Service's missing text messages from January 6th, 2021. Facebook's parent company Meta says it's removed 1,600 fake accounts on the social network used to spread Russian propaganda on Ukraine. CBS's Vicki Barker. There's no proof the Russian government was behind the disinformation network, but the fake social media accounts and sham news websites involved parroted Russian positions on the invasion of Ukraine. And in a few cases, Russian embassies in Europe and Asia amplified the content on their websites. In Ukraine, Russian soldiers have been pushing for people to vote in referendums in Russian-held territory, an apparent pretext for annexation by Moscow. These soldiers, which are going from house to house and knocking at the doors. So if you see they knocking at your apartment, pretend that you are not home, and uh, most likely they will not waste time uh, knocking at your door and just leave. Some students at around 100 Virginia middle and high schools are walking out of class today to voice opposition to a proposed reversal of policies that protect transgender students. I want to go to my calculus class. I I do not want to be fighting for my rights. Proposals affect bathroom rules and will put decisions on preferred names in the hands of parents. Wall Street right now, a bounce-back day for stocks. The Dow is up 215 points. This is CBS News. If you're a business owner renting or leasing, you can save a ton of money and own a custom-designed building made by General Steel. Just call 877-25-STEEL and get a quote today. 11.03 on WTOP. Welcome into Tuesday morning, September 27th. Sunny and 64 degrees. We're heading back to the 70s. Good morning, I'm Mark Lewis. And I'm Deborah Feinstein with the top local stories we're following this hour. 
Developing story out of Northeast D.C. where police are searching for a man wanted for killing someone who was installing solar panels in Southeast last month. They say that suspect was spotted early this morning. A woman contacted police just before 6.30 saying that she spotted Avery Myler on Ames Street here in Northeast. Myler's wanted for killing REA Wolf on August 10th. Police showed up here to the scene. That subject then produced a firearm, discharged several rounds in the direction of our officers. Assistant Chief Leslie Parson says he fled on foot and ran into a home a few blocks away. No officers were hurt. Right now we've established a perimeter that we believe the suspect could be within and we're searching that perimeter. That perimeter is several blocks here north of East Capitol Street near 55th. Myler was last seen wearing all black clothes with white writing on the sleeves and front. Northeast D.C., Luke Luger, WTOP News. We'll bring you more on the story as we get new details. Stay with us. It's 11.04. The D.C. Council is considering giving residents $100 a month. The money would be used to pay rail and bus fares. The D.C. Council Committee on Transportation has approved the district resident transit subsidy. Council member Charles Allen says the program will provide a significant investment to Metro each year. Now, all D.C. residents will be eligible for this program. Public transit is for everyone, and it should be treated just like any other public good. The same as our roads and our sidewalks, our public schools and our libraries. The median household income in D.C. is nearly $91,000 a year. Allen says there are no income restrictions for the subsidy because when considering the cost of an income verification program, it's cheaper to just provide the money to all residents. The council is expected to vote on the subsidy this fall. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Well, many of us choose our commuter routes based on traffic and how long it takes to get to work. But the cost is also a factor. So we decided to take a look at how much it would cost to use our area's newest toll lanes. Here on I-66 in Gainesville is where you can choose whether you want to use the nine miles of express lanes to Centerville. The toll operator says on day one of weekday morning commutes, the average was $6.10. The highest toll was $6.50 when traffic volume was the highest at about 6 a.m. You can see the toll rates on huge signs so you can decide whether it's worth it to you to pay the toll. During these early days of tolling, that price will fluctuate less often as the system adjusts to live traffic. The rate should stay the same for at least 30 minutes at a time. On I-66 in Gainesville, Neil Augenstein, WTOP News. Down to some sad news this morning. Our WTOP and Federal News Network family has lost a valued member. Someone whose columns on federal issues you may have read or heard for decades here. Federal News Network host and columnist Mike Causey died yesterday at the age of 82. As our colleagues here remember Mike Causey, a common thread develops. Mike was a very nice man. Tom Tamman, host of the Federal Drive, said there were few colleagues he enjoyed being with more. The way he'd come to my office and shut the door with a twinkle in his eye, with a great newspaper clipping of a funny story or a great joke. Causey was a fixture in the D.C. news scene and was widely credited with coining the phrase inside the Beltway to describe things that primarily relate to the federal government. Federal News Network executive editor Jason Miller says Mike always put his audience first. He always said, I want to make sure people who work every day in the federal workforce understands what I'm trying to get to, why I'm writing about it. Federal News Network and WTOP Vice President and General Manager Joel Oxley remembers Causey as an exceptional journalist and an even more exceptional person. He did so much for Federal News Network. He truly put us on the map. 
He'll be missed terribly. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News, 1107. Check out DC News Now, your new local news station in the DMV, with more reporters in the field than anyone else, and four locations throughout the DMV. We have late news, but not too late. Join us on DC News Now at 9 p.m. Visit dcnewsnow.com slash watch to check your local listings. Mornings, evenings, and late news that's not too late. We'll see you there. With a siloed approach to security, agencies often find they're unable to handle the changing nature of today's threat environment. To keep pace with dynamic attacks and ensure greater peace of mind, agencies are on the lookout for more centralized visibility and quick resolution of their security issues. Trellix is at the forefront of the XDR revolution, pioneering a brand new way to bring detection, response, and remediation together in a single living security solution. Learn more about XDR. Visit Trellix.com. Novick customers are now enjoying new online and payment services. Through SmartHub, you can pay your bill, manage your account, check your energy use, report an outage, and personalize alerts. Through SmartHub, there are no credit card payment fees. Register your account today at Novec.com forward slash SmartHub. Novec, powering a bright future for you. 1108. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Rita Kessler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Watch for delays in Maryland on southbound 95. Coming from 175, headed toward Route 32. The crash involving a trash truck remains on the right side. Eastbound I-70 near 17 in Myersville was a report of a wreck. Also eastbound near 29 in Ellicott City had been a report of a crash. Silver Spring, eastbound University Boulevard after Merrimack Drive was a report of a wreck. Uh, the westbound span of the Bay Bridge. The left lane of three is blocked with the work. Eastbound, both of your lanes are open. Outer loop of the Beltway starting to slow from 29 Colesville Road toward Georgia Avenue with nothing reported. The inner loop is heavy after the toll road passing Georgetown Pike toward the American Legion Bridge. This is work in the right lane. Also seeing delays on the inner loop from 50 toward 66. This is work on the right side. And eastbound 66 slows from Nutley toward the Beltway, and that is usually due to work on the right side as well. 95, no reported issues. If you're on the Beltway headed toward the Woodrow Wilson Bridge, the outer loop through lanes at the bridge, the right lane blocked with the work, delays back near Telegraph Road. In the district, northbound Rock Creek Parkway at Virginia Avenue had been the scene of the wreck. Southbound South Capitol Street at Malcolm X Avenue was under police direction for a crash. And uh, both 50 and the BW Parkway were slow trying to head on to 295 or Kenilworth Avenue toward Eastern Avenue with the work on the right side. Paraton, doing the can't be done for national security because our way of life depends on it. Visit Paraton.com for more info. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Let's get our forecast from Chuck Bell. Skies will remain partly to mostly sunny. It'll be dry today, but cooler than the last few days. Today's high temperature only expected to reach 72 degrees. And afternoon highs will stay in the mid to upper 60s on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And overnight lows will be on the chilly side, dropping mainly into the 40s. Rain chances arrive on Saturday. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. 64 and sunny right now in Washington as we head into the 70s. It's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. 
Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 11-11 now. Hurricane Ian predicted to hit the Gulf Coast of Florida possibly as soon as tomorrow, and it could be a Category 4 storm when it does. Joining us live from Clearwater is CBS News correspondent Omar Villafranca. Omar, tell us what's happening now uh, in Clearwater and on the west coast of Florida. What's what's the latest? Well, there are some mandatory evacuation orders for just under half a million people. Uh, but when you hear mandatory evacuation, there's no officers really going door to door and going to people's houses and saying, you got to leave. Uh, they basically say that to urge people to leave. And there are people who are going to be writing it out here. We have talked to several of them. Uh, but sheriff deputies and even the mayor here says, once winds get over 45 miles an hour, if somebody has a problem and they call 911, they may not be able to help that person on the other side. So that's part of the warning here. But people are getting ready. They've boarded up windows. They've gone to the grocery store. They are waiting for this storm. They're not panicking, but they say they are prepared. We'll have to wait and see. Tampa hasn't had a direct hit from a hurricane in more than a hundred years. It's it, it's good to hear that folks are taking this seriously. What provisions are there for those who remain behind? Well, there are some shelters that are a little bit farther inland for people, uh, but a lot of places are are closing. Um, you know, with mandatory evacuation orders, businesses are having to you know close that down. Uh, but you know, people are making last minute grocery runs, buying water. Uh, making sure that they're buying uh, gasoline for their generators, you know, per non-perishable goods, you know, bread, peanut butter, that kind of thing. Uh, we talked to one lady here who's going to be writing it out in Clearwater in her condo. Uh, she said she's stacked up with uh, with food. She has charged her batteries, and she's, you know, hoping for the best but expecting the worst. All right. Well, thanks, Omar. We appreciate it. Uh, fingers crossed that it won't be. As bad as uh, many are predicting, we'll check back with you. Omar Villafranca there in Clearwater, Florida. 1113. And now from WTOP's Small Business September Series, presented by Eagle Bank, here's Jack McDougall, President and CEO of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. Particularly for small businesses on the on the pay side, I think that's a real challenge. What I think is emerging, though, what you see out there is more and more employees are looking for a sense of purpose. And so it's mission-driven. And so I think organizations right now that have a really compelling mission value or a purpose value proposition are attracting people. And so and I think that's true at the, at the small business level, particularly in the nonprofits, as well as at larger companies. And so there's a real emphasis on that. I think one of the things the pandemic did for all of us is it just caused us to take a pause and rethink. To hear more of this interview, visit WTOP and search Small Business September. To learn more about how Eagle Bank can help your business grow, go to EagleBankCorp.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Eagle Bank, building business, building relationships. Start NFL Week 4 off right with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel Sportsbook. Doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account, You'll get free bets back if your Thursday night same-game parlay doesn't hit. This is your chance at a bigger payday. I know if I was building a three-leg SGP for tonight's game, I'd consider taking Miami getting the points along with the over and the over on Tyreek Hill's receiving yards prop. Just sign up with promo code BIGG. 
B-I-G-C-H-E-E. That's promo code Big G. Must be 21 or older and present in Virginia. Three plus legs. Minimum $1 bet required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable. Free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max free bet. $5 restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Dell Technologies provides growing businesses with the tools to do incredible things. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. To George Wallace. All right, Debbie, week four coming up in the NFL. Washington will head to Dallas. Lots to figure out after yesterday, after uh, Sunday's loss to the Philadelphia Eagles. Ron Rivera says they've talked about it, but he's not going to call players out in public. I'm not going to get out there and start calling players out. I mean, they know. They understand. They get it. So they've heard from their coaches today. Shoot, I sat in most of those meetings. Went from one to the other and just listened. It's a young group of guys that are out there. There's some veteran guys that made some mistakes, too. Yes, they did. And, uh, well, he says they've all figured it out, so we'll see what happens. Coming up Sunday in Dallas, speaking of the Cowboys, winners last night rallying to uh, win over the New York Giants. Cooper Rush is his name. He gets the win last night. He is uh, now the third Cowboys quarterback to win his first three career starts. Jason Garrett and Hall of Famer Roger Staubach, the other two. And all three wins for Rush have come with game-winning drives in the fourth quarter or overtime. So that's what's happening in Dallas right mm. now. You still have no confidence, right? Uh, well, still not not, nothing's changed in the last hour, right? A little concerned. You see a lot of pressure that uh, came on the uh, Giants last night on offense. So oh, I think yeah. we can expect a lot of that as well. Oh, yeah. When you saw what the Eagles did on uh, Sunday yeah. as well. Mm, not can't good. Have, can't have nine sacks, though. No. Cannot have nine sacks. A little worried. Yeah, you should be. So they will head to Dallas uh, back to work tomorrow. Baseball Braves beat the Nats last night to 8-zip. Now one game back in the NL East. Orioles three and a half out of a wild card after a win over the Red Sox. George Wallace, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following this hour. A developing story out of Northeast D.C. Police continue their search for a man suspected of killing a Baltimore man who was installing solar panels in August in Southeast. Police have set up a perimeter near a residential building uh, near Blaine Street, the suspect identified as 27-year-old Avery Myler. D.C. police say officers spotted Myler on Ames Street in Northeast, and that's when he fired at officers. It's still not clear if any officers were hit this morning. A sprawling disinformation network originating in Russia tried to use hundreds of fake social media accounts and dozens of sham news websites to spread Kremlin talking points about the invasion of Ukraine. Meta, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, says it's identified and disabled the operation before it was able to gain a large audience. Hurricane Ian, now a Category 3 storm. After hitting Cuba, it's headed to Florida. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in minutes. Some changes to parking rules in downtown Annapolis. A new company, Premium Parking, began enforcing those rules yesterday. The company has added signs and kiosks and is actively encouraging drivers to pay for parking through the Park Mobile app. Rates remain the same, $2 per hour for a maximum of two hours. But the number of hours that you have to pay to park has increased. Now you have to feed meters six days a week from 11 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. And on Sunday from noon to 7.30. Coming up in Money News. The Dow is up 180 points. The $900 ticket to a big local fall event. I'm Jeff Glabel. 1118. 
Traffic and weather on the 8th. Rita Kessler in the traffic center. A lot of activity right now on the outer loop of the Beltway. Let's start out in Prince George's County. The outer loop near 202 is a report of a wreck. And thanks to callers for letting us know on the outer loop after Route 1, there's debris along the right side of the roadway causing a slowdown. Then delays approaching and passing Georgia Avenue. This is a mobile work crew doing some street sweeping along the left side. If you're on the inner loop of the Beltway, delays approaching 66 with the work in the right lane. Then again, the volume from the toll road toward Georgetown Pike with the work in the right lane. Outer loop through lane slow near Telegraph Road, trying to head onto the Wilson Bridge. The work takes the right lane. If you're in the district, southbound DC 295, heavy from Benning past East Capitol Street. Northbound slows passing Pennsylvania Avenue. Northbound Rock Creek Parkway at Virginia Avenue had been the scene of a wreck. Southbound South Capitol Street at Malcolm X Avenue was also the scene of a crash. And uh, southbound Connecticut Avenue near Florida Avenue it was a single lane getting by the work crew. In Maryland on southbound 95, delays remain from 175 toward 32 with the wreck on the right side. Eastbound I-70 near 17 in Myersville, a report of a wreck. Then near 29 in Ellicott City, also a report of a crash. Westbound span of the Bay Bridge. The left lane of three is blocked with the work. Eastbound, both of your lanes are open. No seeing any delays trying to get to the Bay Bridge. In Virginia, 95 southbound, just slows crossing the Occoquan. Northbound looks good out of Fredericksburg into Springfield. Eastbound 66 heavy from Nutley toward the Beltway. That's usually a work crew on the right side. Visit new and exciting places across the U.S. on Amtrak. It isn't just about the destination. It's about the journey with no middle seats, extra leg room, and even private rooms. Book now at Amtrak.com. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Now to Chuck Bell with our forecast. Hurricane season may have gotten off to a slow start, but it sure is making up for lost time. Major Hurricane Ian is now in the open waters of the Gulf of Mexico and is likely to stay a Category 3 or 4 hurricane all the way onto its approach for the coastline of Florida. Most likely places for landfall will be somewhere near Tampa Bay or just to the south of there towards the Venice area and Port Charlotte. A significant impact and a wide range of impacts, whether it be rain or power loss or storm surge all across the Florida Peninsula. That is going to be the case for the next couple of days. We're waiting on the rain here. It arrives most likely on Saturday and into Sunday, but it'll be dry for today. Partly cloudy, breezy, high 72, and it'll be dry for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday with afternoon highs in the upper 60s. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. Right now, it's nice and sunny, 67 in Annapolis, 69 in Bowie, Leesburg, coming in at 68. Brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Up ahead, a local university gets a big donation from one of the world's most prolific and best-known authors. 1121. Here's Lynn Morano, the Chief of Clinical Operations at Capital Caring Health, on the discussion, Two Weeks is Too Short and Tragic, sponsored by Capital Caring Health. You don't spend time thinking about what end of life is necessarily going to be, but what they found out is people who are on hospice actually live longer because they're getting this unique care in their home by this team of professionals who have made this their livelihood. You know, you signing up for hospice is a gift for your family. Not only do we help the family and the patient through the whole process, but we stay with the family for 13 months after the patient mm -hmm. dies and provide bereavement for them and whoever they 
say that they would like to have it done for as well. For more on the discussion, two weeks is too short and tragic, visit WTOP.com and search Capital Caring Health. And for more information on why the best hospice benefits come from longer care, visit CapitalCaring.org slash two weeks. ABC Tonight. Sweet with a little bit of heat. Nisi Nash stars. Simone Clark, FBI. And the fact that I'm here should scare the hell out of here. The Rookie Feds series premiere tonight at 10 on ABC. Then wake up with 7 News on your side in the morning. Go ahead and pull it. Emergency drills at school. Who makes sure they're done and done right? The 7 News I team reveals why schools aren't compelled to ensure your student knows what to do. I get mad when I think about it. Thursday on 7 News at 6. Arcfield was created to serve a single purpose, to solve the most complex and demanding national security and space-related challenges. And while our name might be new, we've been trusted to do just that for more than six decades, standing shoulder to shoulder with our government partners across all markets to take on our nation's most imminent threats. With core capabilities in systems engineering and integration, mission assurance, and C5 ISR, we're setting the trajectory for space and hypersonic mission success. Learn more at arcfield.com. This is WTOP News. 1124, Maryland's Board of Elections can start counting mail-in ballots as early as this Saturday following a judge's decision last week. But now one of the candidates for governor is appealing that decision. Lawyers for the campaign of Republican Dan Cox are appealing a circuit court ruling that would allow ballots to be counted as they come in. This has already been addressed in the proper domain, which is a general assembly. So to all of a sudden allow the circuit courts to take over the role of the legislature is fundamentally unconstitutional. Ed Hartman is a lawyer for the Cox campaign. Yes, there may be a real problem, but this is not how the proper way it gets handled under the law. He says they're also asking Maryland's second highest court to stay the decision until a ruling on the appeal is issued. Once they begin opening the mail-in ballots, then at that point, the cat's out of the bag, if you will. John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP has reached out to the Maryland Board of Elections for comment, but so far, no response. We've learned that best-selling author James Patterson has given Howard University $1.3 million. It will fund the James Patterson Writer Education Scholarships that are worth $10,000 each. He gave $2 million to PEN America to support the organization's worldwide Fight for Freedom Expression and $2 million to Scholastic for a classroom project called the United States of Readers. Patterson has given more than $100 million to literary and, and literacy programs over the years, as well as millions of dollars to teachers, school libraries, and independent bookstores. News at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow is still up, although off its high for the session. It's had uh, 101 points right now. The S&P 500 is up 20, a half percent gain. The Nasdaq's up 110 points. That is 1%. The Federal Reserve sets the tone for interest rates, but the 10-year Treasury is what many rates follow. And the 10-year Treasury yield is now at its highest level since 2010 just shy of 4%. A year ago, it was 1.5%. That 10-year uh, treasury affects things like car loans, credit cards, and home equity lines of credit. The International Gold Cup in Middleburg is October 22nd, the first time since 2019, with no COVID restrictions. Tickets for the best seats, a tailgate spot on the rail for 10 people, are $895. The equine industry is worth $2 billion a year to Virginia's economy. Jeff Claybaugh.
WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. At Whole Foods Market, take 25% off sustainable wild-caught fresh swordfish steaks through October 4th while supplies last. Plus, Prime members save an extra 10%. Shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Straight ahead, the latest on a uh, potential barricade situation in North